This Pride Month, Womanica is brought to you exclusively by Mercedes-Benz. Together, we're honoring people who've expanded the norms of gender and sexuality in the performing arts. Mercedes-Benz embraces the freedom of individual expression and continues to support and stand with the LGBTQIA community. Listen all month long as we share stories of proud individuals whose authentic expression in their lives and bodies of work have challenged norms, driving society forward. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Carmen Borca Carrillo, and this is Womanica. June is Pride Month, and to celebrate, we're highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen. They're women who expanded the norms of gender and sexuality in the limelight and behind the scenes. I helped curate the month, and I'm so excited to guest host this episode. Today, we're talking about a true rock star. A celebrated guitarist, she helped pioneer West Coast garage rock. Her all-woman band inspired many generations of women in rock. Please welcome June Millington. June Millington was born on April 14, 1948, in Manila, the capital of the Philippines. She was the oldest of seven children born to an American naval officer and a Filipina socialite. When the family moved to Sacramento, California in 1961, June and her sister Jean turned to music to ground themselves in an unfamiliar place. In a 2013 interview with Gibson, June said, Jean and I flipped a coin to see who would play bass in the band. I won, so I got to stay on guitar. We learned to play by listening to the radio and by hanging out with boys who were in bands. In 1965, the sisters formed an all-women's rock band called The Svelts. June was on rhythm guitar, Jean was on bass, and their friends Kathy Terry and Kathy Carter were on drums and guitar. The sisters started out performing at their high school, but soon they were doing gigs up and down the West Coast. A few years and a couple different band members later, the group evolved into Wild Honey and eventually moved to L.A. This group played folk and Motown and even some original songs. In a 2008 interview, June said that songwriting had always been a big part of her. That's the spiritual side, she said. That's the higher calling part to which I'm attached. But being an all-woman band in the 1960s wasn't easy. No one in the male-dominated scene was taking them seriously. After a while, Wild Honey was ready to give up on their efforts and disband. Wild Honey played an open mic night on what they thought would be their last night in L.A. And by chance, someone from Warner Brothers Records was there scouting for unsigned bands. Wild Honey had their big break. In 1969, the group was renamed Fanny and became the first all-female rock group to record an entire album under a major label. In an interview with NPR, June said, What really unified us was that we were all individually and, as a group, so determined not only to prove that we were good, but that we were as good as anybody. She said, We were just sick and tired of the way people talked about us and viewed us. In a word... We were pissed. Fanny's drive to keep learning and improving is what helped distinguish them. They became known as an eclectic group with a rare sound. 
Soon, music critics received their albums with greater praise and finally started to take the band seriously. Fanny was the first group of women playing their own instruments and their own original songs to reach success of this kind. But Fanny didn't have a commercial breakthrough. In 1973, frustrated with the state of the band, June left the group. A few years later, June began to play with Chris Williamson, a singer-songwriter and a lesbian political activist. Up until that point, June didn't know that there were artists singing about the lives and experiences of lesbian women like herself. June said in an interview that joining the movement of women's music was exactly what she had been looking for. She'd wanted to soften the hard edges that she'd built up in the industry and be more open to the subtleties of life. June played with Chris from 1976 to 1979. Since then, June has continued to make new music, with others and as a solo artist. June's legacy is sometimes left out of the rock world that she helped make accessible to women. But she's continued to work on her craft and is focused on passing on her knowledge. In 1986, she founded the Institute for the Musical Arts, which holds rock camps for teen girls and empowers them to tell their own stories. Just last year, June told the Boston Globe, to be in an all-girl band, or any band at all, is a big deal. It's so powerful. All month, we're highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen. Special thanks to Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting me to guest host. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.